BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Morenci. I don't know what the hell Cornette's talking about. This is a great product. It's fine. I got, I, I've been watching. Just watch this. I said, oh, I don't know who these guys are, but uh, now they got Jericho and his crew out here. And I don't even know who they're wrestling. I don't know some of these other guys' names and stuff. I know a few of their names in this company, but I've been entertained. I just laughed out loud. And I don't laugh out loud often. I got a good chuckle out of that. Jericho was getting in trouble, and he hid behind the woman referee. (laughs) See, that's fun. That's good humor right there. You see, like, it was good. And Jericho was in trouble. He hid behind the ref. The ref's like, hey, 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 leave him alone. That's uh, good stuff right there. I prefer A&E to WWE, personally. And I don't I don't hate the WWE. I'm not one of these people, oh, that sucks. I'm not one or the other. But WWE is a bigger production, and it's a bigger, like, concert and pyro and all that. But um, I like the, uh, I like just sort of sleazier wrestling. I like the old school, like... Like, WWE's not just setting a guy on fire, his face on fire, like they did here. Like, WWE's not going to throw a guy down, like, a flight of steps and stuff. They used to, and that's why I you know, I used to like the WWE. Like, let's just be real. What's If you ask anyone, what's your favorite part of the WWE? Like, what was the best era? There's, like, the two best eras were the original Big John Studd, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, uh, Randy. Oh, yeah. Macho Man Savage. You know, the, 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 the ones that made the company. And then after, it's like, you know, Mankind and Mick Foley, like, falling through cages and stuff. I mean, the Hell in the Cell thing, that's, that's, it starts and ends there. The only thing Cornette is right about, and Cornette is right about this, that he said, he goes, the problem is when you do this stuff, and he is right, he goes, where do you take it? Where do you take it? Like, you know what I'm saying? You've already gotten, like... Like, like, you know what I mean? He was talking about the Swanson kid. He goes, Swanson is a talented wrestler and a good, you know, good kid with charisma. But he said, once you've already been thrown down a flight of stairs and stuff, like, people are like, well, what's the next crazy thing you're going to do? And then, and the thing is, I guess the kid did hurt himself. Like, he was out for a while. All right, so, uh, man, this is something. I got a bad flashback when I saw this tonight. Son of a... Uh, Matthias, were you on the Leafs tonight with us? You were, huh? Uh, on the Toronto Maple Leafs? So, Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, Gabe, we unfortunately were on the Maple Leafs. But you know what? We live to fight another day. Yeah, that's sort of the Leafs. It's going to be a long series. It's going to be a battle. Um, Andre Vasilevsky. This guy is unbelievable. Following a playoff loss. So, when the Lightning lose in the playoffs, he's 15-0. and 0. He's got five shutouts. Like, man, it's like they, he loses and he gets a shutout the next game. That's the pattern. So basically, you know, this you get the feeling this thing's going to go seven games. <clears throat> That's unbelievable. Fifteen and zero coming off of a loss.
Oh yeah, the late night anger management class. This is Fortrage. I am Arenzi. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them. And everybody else in between. Dave Sharapan ready to step up in the odds maker. Um, from Vegas, we look forward to uh, to breaking it down. Sharapan, of course, joins us uh, nightly whenever he decides to show up. <laughs> Kidding aside, our boy Mike Detillier. Man, Mike Detillier is a legend. Right? Mike Detillier is a legend from uh, New Orleans. Mike's just one of these guys. You hear his voice, you're like, oh, yeah, I've heard this guy talking on Sports Talk Radio before. All right, Mike Detillier steps up and then we'll talk some NFL football, NFL draft, little rookie of the year. Uh, we've got NFL win totals posted now. we got division odds. Like It's all starting to come together. The NFL schedule was released in eight days. Something we didn't, we didn't get to. And Matthias says uh, Mike is, uh, I think he's got a different mic tonight or something else, but uh, I know you're there. Um, yeah, that Champs League game today, bro, that was crazy. And I will give you credit because I spoke to you and you told me you said, well, it's not over. You said Real Madrid are famous for scoring late, 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 late goals. You said they scored, they, they always score late and salvage things somehow. But this was a real salvage job, bro. They're down 1-0 in the 90th minute, and you're really down 2 because of the aggregate. So you're done. Like, they're done, done. Like, basically, they, they needed to score two goals in three minutes, guys. And they freaking did, Matthias. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. Like, oh, it was insane, Gabe. <laughs> I keep going back to the Jack Grealish chance where he shot it past the goalkeeper. And yeah. And Madrid slid it off the line. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Or the save that Courtois made off his fi- off the toes, off literally the top of his toes, which made the ball go wide for a corner kick. Those types of chances you just can't miss for those reasons. And you were a goalkeeper, you know. If you steal, I didn't goals, like the. That means a goal got to come back. Listen, I was on it at that point, but like, it was a foul. But you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of uh, like it just everything fell into place for them. Benzema didn't didn't miss. I wanted to ask people. I usually I know this stuff, and usually I look, but I was so caught up in the game. What were they to qualify when they were losing one nil in the 90th minute? Was it 50 to 1? 100 to 1? 250 to 1? Like, seriously, anyone like, I'm going to find out. You know, Carmine might know. I'm going to poke around Twitter here. I asked Cam today, and it turned into a disaster. (laughs) The late night anger management class. This is Portrait. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Late night anger management class. 
This is Sports Ridge. I am Rancy. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people, the bust up, and everyone else in between. Sirius XM Channel 159 and Money at 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to our AM radio affiliates. The great Mike Natelier will join us from New Orleans a little bit later on. Uh, we'll talk Chris Olave. We'll talk New Orleans Saint football. It was a great video today. We'll play it on Game Time Decisions tomorrow of Jameis Winston uh, working out. And it is true. Jameis Winston um, workout videos never fail to disappoint. He's ripped, though. He's in shape. He looks ready. I'm fired up. It's like Dave Sharapan's ripped and ready. You should see uh, Dave Sharapan's got like cantaloupes for thighs, like Phil Mickelson and uh, Caps. What's going on, Sharapan? In the late night, thanks for joining. How you doing, Dave? Gabrielle, what is up, man? This is a different vibe. I like this. I mean, you come in hot. We got we got you know post game of everything. Crazy night of sports. We got stuff to look forward to tomorrow. Yeah, we I mean, it's a little edgier late night here. It's a little freer, you know what I'm saying? Oh, not like fully it. as free as that, but it's freer yeah. at least. And even there's there's a method to the madness too on in the early show. It's really like we can loosen up in the second hour and third hour. Right. The first right. hour, that's sort of the. You know what I mean? <laughs> we try to keep the keep this crazy stories. Got to get everybody their shots early, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, trust me, I had a, there was a talk after I spoke. <laughs> I could. I didn't want to. I got to be honest. I didn't want to. It was one of those things, Dave, where I looked at my phone, oh, and it was like five feet away from me, and I was like, I was like, don't do it, don't do it. Don't and I was even thinking, I'm like, bro, it's like nine o'clock on the East Coast. Just leave him alone. Don't do it. And I was like, I didn't do it. And then Dave, like instinctively, within two minutes, I'm like, no, man, <laughs> no, no. And I picked my phone up and right away. Like, I, started to, I couldn't help myself. Like, I just, you grow, you know, sometimes a grown yeah. man, Dave, you got to make, and yeah. sometimes, and I'm not even, sometimes I'm, you do stuff like that drunk. You send an email to someone you shouldn't, yeah. or a text, and oh, you hit yeah. sand, you're like, F it. I was sober, and I'm like, I can't help myself. I got a call. <laughs> I said, hey, said, what was the deal anyways? I said, what was up, man? I said, man, I started to bust his ball. I said, no, I'm trying to run and run, you know, run and run and play. I'm a point guard here, man. You're on you the calling show. Me. Yeah, like, what's up? It was. Not, it turned out it was nothing. It's the whole oh, thing. There was much to do about nothing. Oh, but uh, yeah, nevertheless, so a lot of stuff I want to throw at you. And, I, you know, I think this will interest you. I asked the guest earlier, and they drew a blank and stuff. So here, how about this? So the hand of God. You know the hand of God going all, Dave? So Diego uh, Maradona, yeah. Argentina, you heard of it? So yeah. Mm-hmm. So Argentina, Diego Maradona scored uh, scored a hand of God goal against England in the 1986 World Cup. His jersey just sold. How much? How much do you think his jersey sold for? The jersey that he wore in that game. Game worn. He is dead, too. So 1986 game worn jersey. Half a million dollars? Higher. More than a half a million dollars? Wow. Nine point two eight million dollars. What? For a jersey? The yeah. jersey? Highest wow. it's the highest selling jersey ever, Dave. Ever. That's yeah. I mean that's what would yeah. be higher. That's incredible. It matched get this. So it matched the nineteen twenty eight game worn. Babe Ruth jersey. Babe Ruth, get this, guys. He wore the same jersey, Babe Ruth, for three years. He oldest. He wore literally. Wow. They didn't. They didn't have multiple jerseys. No. No. So no. No alternate like Raptors seven jerseys, Dave, and the Oregon right. Ducks. <laughs> the Yankees. You got one. Hey, Lou Gehrig. Here's your effing jersey. Don't lose oh. it. It's like us yeah, kids in hockey. Don't lose your. Don't lose your jersey, right. kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I played. They told you that. Hey, don't right. lose your jersey. Use it oh. next year. Exactly. Absolutely. Nine point eight billion. What did Babe Ruth sell for? Five point six four. Just last double? year. Yeah. So wow. The power of soccer. Double. Wow. Is that huge? So shows, shows unnamed, unnamed buyer. Oh, it's got to be a cartel guy. Huh? I don't want to generalize, but I just picture there's some like massive Mexican or Colombian like. Head cartel cocaine dealer showing his buddies, look what I just bought. <laughs> oh man, that's I mean, can he show that to anybody? Can he say that he bought that? No, get this. I they mean, said they just said, oh, listen, this here's the quote. So it's, it's amazing. I knew you'd like this story. It's crazy, man. So 
$5.64 million is the most that was ever paid before for a piece of clothing from memorabilia. The most expensive thing ever sold. This is fascinating. $8.8 million, Dave, the original hand-drawn Olympics manifesto. Dear God. Wow. From the early uh, How the early that? Greek days. Like, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. So, um, yeah. Maradona wore the shirt in a quarterfinal against England in 1986 in which he scored both of Argentina goals in a 2-1 win. The first one was the famous Hand of God goal where he palmed the ball past England goalkeeper, goalkeeper Peter Shilton. Maradona, who died in November of 2020, is said the goal was a little from the head of Maradona and and a little with the hand of God. That's <laughs> right. So get this, there Dave. Was no so, review then. <laughs> so get this. So get to who sold the jersey. Like how do you who who had the jersey? Right. Imagine this. In soccer, you see the NFL now. He switched jerseys with the other guy that played his position on Team England. No way. At the end of the game, it's a tradition in soccer. You take your jersey off, you yes. shake hands with the other guy, and you exchange jerseys. Oh, right? my goodness. He did God, it, even in that game. He did it. <laughs> wow. The guy on England's the guy that just sold it for $9.8 million. He said he's refused a ton of money over the years. He's getting older, and he said he just wants someone else to have it now. Maradona's family's pissed. They're saying it's not the right one. They have the one, but it's like it's been authenticated. It's like, dude, your father gave it to him off the back. Like we, everyone, like he wouldn't have it otherwise. Right? How would he have that jersey? How would he like, have, exactly? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like there's no oh, disputing my it. Goodness. Right. I mean, he should give the family at least a million bucks. No. I was thinking the same thing. This is it kind of we like? You're kind of screwed. Like, it's not your jersey, Dave, in a way at all. You know what I mean? Oh man, he held. It's like giving it back. You can't give it back, though. You can't give the jersey. Thirty-six years, and now he's selling it. He got now he's selling the family a million. Come on, here you go. Hey, Matthias, uh, did Maradona leave his family a lot of money, or did he snort it all up? Before he was done. Like, did he have money when he died? Can we find that out on Wikipedia? <laughs> no, Gabe. He was, he, was, he was in trouble when he passed away. Yeah, he, he was. Yeah. Wow, Gabe. So, so, in other words, the poor daughter has the last family name and the burden of being Diego Maradona's daughter and not a lot of money, right? He really should kick her a couple of mil, Dave. You got nine mil, I'd give her half. I think that's fair. I mean, that's half. fair. That's Your life is good. You're getting five out of it. You give her, you go listen. Yeah. It's half mine, half yours. I played against your father. It's a moment of my life. And here's for, like, seriously, Dave. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Wow. That's unbelievable. What if you were the daughter, would you be pissed too? <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you would be. I heard a story of Jason Witten did that. Jason Witten gave his jersey to someone after the game. And um, he goes, I didn't know I was going to retire. Now, he ended up coming back after and stuff, and he asked the guy for the jersey back, and the guy said no. <laughs> I heard Witten tell the story. But he, the guy told Witten, I already gave it to a relative. <laughs> he goes, dude, you gave it to me. and Because like, you imagine, exactly, your buddies, oh, man, Witten, can I have it? You know what I mean? You'd be like, yeah, whatever, bro, take it. Wayne Gretzky used to give away MVP trucks, Dave. Right. I won the MVP. I, I'm going to give it to my cousin. What am I going to do with this four tours? <laughs> you know I, mean? I I met a guy. I, I, I The guy that parked the cars at the Nugget, uh, his cousin was the equipment manager in Edmonton for a long time. And he has one of Gretzky's cars. <laughs> really? Gretzky said it. Like, yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Gave him the car. See, that changes someone's life into Gretzky, bro. It's like giving someone a Big Mac. You know what I mean? Right. Dude, if I got Carey Price's jersey, okay, I'd give so it to you. I mean, here you. So go. let me ask you. Come on. If and everyone else choked when I asked them, I had an answer right away, and I even thought about it on the spot. I'll ask you now. We're going to a break. You have endless money, Dave. You're this cartel leader that has a any money you want. You can buy any piece of sports memorabilia in sports history that you want. What do you buy? Think about it. You got the commercial break. Mario Lemieux's jersey winning the Stanley Cup. Clemente, a lot of good Pittsburgh moments. Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ladies and gentlemen, you an artist. Your husband's work is what we call outsider art. It could be by a mental patient or a hillbilly or a chimpanzee. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. Mike Dettelier will join us a little bit later on. We'll talk some NFL football. We're just running the gauntlet with Dave Sherapan. I want to ask Dave a couple of odds questions as well, but it's got a couple minutes to think about. And I'm thinking about more things, too, that I would buy if I, you know, like endless stuff. So I said, Dave, the first thing that if I said, all right, any piece of sports memorabilia, the first thing that came to my mind, Dave, is I would buy Jackie Robinson's game-worn first jersey that he wore in his first Major League Baseball game. Wow, that's a good one. That'd be a pretty cool one. Now, I've also thought I'd like to have, uh, we would be cool, the football they got kicked off at Super Bowl one. Oh, there's a good one. Imagine, like, on, on, on your piece, you're like, oh, what's that football? That's the football that's kicked off the first ever Super Bowl. Right. That's yeah. that's a pretty good one. Um, How about Jack another one? Robinson's first jersey ever in professional baseball, Montreal Royals. Well, that's another one too. Yeah. I mean, how could we get? Well, that? I've actually, oh. as I've gotten older, I was never. I was. I always liked sports memorabilia, but I never had money to get real stuff. But it's funny, Dave. I looked into it, and it's the one thing I was like, all right, what can I get? How much do you think it is? The cheapest it is for a Jackie Robinson signed baseball. Oh man, I have no idea what signatures their own balls are going for now. No. Five thousand. Five thousand dollars? Yeah. Whew. That bad. I mean, it's it's all beat up. There's not a lot of them out there either. Right. Like, that's the that's the thing. The thing is, I should note from his playing days though too, right? Like a right, right. like an old yellow ball. It's all like beat up. Like you know, because when he was older, he signed for kids and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yep. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the, you know. Be cool like Muhammad Ali's gloves that he wore against like uh, Fraser and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that would be amazing. So what do you got I for was, us? So I was thinking while during the break, I'm thinking of like, you know, I mean the Pittsburgh ties. You know, anything. I, I first thought of like, oh, I just thought New of one. Jersey yeah. when they won the Canada Cup with. Gretzky. Oh, and Lemure. All that they scored. Oh, my yeah. goodness. If we could, I would love one of those. Um, I love the, the famous know. thing, too, that Howard Chuck was there, right? And uh, yeah. they didn't pass to him. <laughs> it was Gretzky. <laughs> went. It is, it's, no, it was like, at that point, they looked, and it was like, if you're not a third guy, he should have just stopped. It's like, well, 
I, if I'm him, I'm almost like, don't pass it to me, guys. You guys no. got this. You two. Yeah. Just don't. It was like also. Gretzky, Lemieux, and Gretzky was like, you got it. Boom. <laughs> right. It was like, <laughs> just, just don't go off sides. Yeah. Back in the defensive zone first because we ain't coming back first. Just you know, remember that moment. I got wait. chills now. I, I can oh. see them barreling down at the Russians, bro. Oh, <laughs> man, it was incredible. So, like, I thought of that, and any one of the Lemieux things would be great. How about um, this? How about having Franco Harris's jersey that he was wearing during the Immaculate Reception? Well, that would be incredible. Or the that ball. That ball? Well, see, my Steeler memories are tainted because I grew up. Uh, Jack Ham was my next-door neighbor. I had wow. a Super Bowl-signed football from cool. the 1978-1979 Steelers. I have that already. And, wow. you know, Jack was more than gracious with stuff, and, like, he was just great to us. You know, Bradshaw came over the house and threw us a pass. We did all kind of fun stuff. So my football That's memories are a little bit tainted. So my baseball memory that I think I would want well, to find. You were spoiled by fun. football stuff, exactly, because you're around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. And the hockey stuff, too. I mean, I played with, you know, Jean Pronovo's kids, um, Greg Malone's kids. Like, I played with them when I was playing hockey. So I got to know the players, and I was around it. But baseball was always that thing that was kind of still mysterious and whatever. So I thought 1979 World Series, Willie Stargell hat with the Stargell star. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that would be awesome. But if I had unlimited funds, there's been two walk-off home runs in World Series history. One I was going to think about Bobby Thompson, Joe right? Carter, Joe yeah. Carter, 33 years, uh, or I mean in 1992 or three, whatever it was, um, beat the – Phillies, but 1960, Bill Mazeroski hit a game. Oh, Bill Mazeroski, yeah, 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 yeah. Number nine, which was my number growing up. If I could have that jersey that he walked off and jumped around and only two times that's ever happened in the history of the baseball, I would take the Bill Mazeroski jersey. The shot heard around. What's the um, what was the name of the stadium that happened in at the time? Forbes Field. Forbes Field. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Forbes Field. Forbes yeah. Field. Yeah. Big piece of baseball history. Yeah. When I think of baseball history. I sort of that's right up there, like the Willie Mays catch. Oh. Right, the catch, that home run. Right, like you know what I mean, like of all epic those memories that we know. Don Larson. Black and white. And yeah. those places are all gone, and most of those. It's crazy though, know, Dave. I had a guy on the other night, like, and I'm not throwing him under the bus personally, but today's kids, don't they don't know anything like from two years ago and three years ago. You and I are rattling off 1960. I'm like, yeah, the shot hurt around the world. Like, they don't need to think about it. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, the shot hurt around. Like, well, well, as, as someone said to me show. when I was on the radio when I got into it, I thought I was too old. I started doing a radio show when I was 30. All right. And I thought, wow, I'm a loser. I'm, I'm coming out of the heavy metal industry, and I'm a degenerate gambler, and I'm going to start the radio at 30. I'm like, who starts a new profession at 30? And you know what I mean? And a radio host told me, he told me, he goes, he goes, old. He goes, no one under 30 should be allowed anywhere near an effing microphone. He goes, they don't know anything. <laughs> It's kind of, I think he's kind of right, Dave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's hard. You have to have life experience. Right? Exactly, you, yes, yeah. You yeah. have to be able to talk. And, like, under 30, I mean, think about it. I mean, I don't know if I was ready. I wanted to believe I was. But we're so much better being older. And, like, listen, man, that guy told you that at 30. It's two decades later. You're still here reinventing yourself doing it. I yeah, love it's it. crazy. I'm doing yeah. it myself as well. Yeah. yeah, it's the best. I love it. All right, so um, Phil, you do want to but the, but the point spreads here. Quick things, we got about five minutes with Dave yep. here. So Miami Heat are minus one right now to the Philadelphia 76ers. That's what FanDuel's got posted Friday night. Oh, good, because they're the only ones that have their, their head really, straight. Huh? Philadelphia's favorite in Vegas, minus one right now. Yeah, I don't see how Philly changes anything really going home. Like, what's if he change? don't play, if he don't play, they win it. It's that simple. They can't win. They cannot win without Embiid. So I'm surprised. I think we're. I think Fanduel's ahead of it. If you got minus one, um, because if you could take one right now with Miami, I absolutely would. So 
the Cincinnati Reds, we're all caught up in the playoffs oh. and everything that's going oh. on. And, you know, it's, it's it's easy to sort of put. We're leaving money on the table, Dave. Every uh, day. And I told Cam this day, he goes, that's interesting. Cam was out of it. I think he's six. Uh, he goes, that's interesting. I yeah. said, no, no, Cam, you're not listening to me. I said, you need to take the Brewers on the run line. I don't think he did. All right. Every day. So the Reds are the third team in the modern era since 1900 to lose 21 of the first 24 games of the season. Cincinnati's 12-game road losing streak is the longest since 1945. All right, that's for the mainstream. How about this, guys? And how about this, Dave? The Cincinnati Reds have lost 18 of their last 20 games by two runs or more. Run line, baby. Run line. 18-2 and two on the run line against them. And, Dave, the Brewers are a good team. It was in Milwaukee with Freddie Peralta, with Peralta on the hill, and it was minus 140 on the run line. I think the odds makers are sleeping on this still with the Reds. I think the playoffs have them distracted. I don't think they've gotten beat enough by people. Because to me, even now, I'd be laying, I'd be like, no, 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 no. you got to lay 175 on this. Minimum. They might be the worst team ever, Dave. Like, literally, they're on pace to be the worst team in the history of Major League Baseball history. They're on pace, yes, exactly. I mean, their run differential, Gabe, is minus 68. <laughs> the next worst run differential is like minus 25. So, so how many games have they played now? They played, what, there were three? 23 24, games. Up to 23 now. Yeah. And you said they're minus 68. So they're losing by an average of over three runs a game then. Yes. Yeah, there it is. It's on. I mean, so yes, uh, you want to talk about a, a bet that you just continue to ride? Like, what yeah. are they going to do to fix it? They have no pitching. They're giving up runs in bunches. I mean, they're not hitting at all. They can't score runs. 70 runs scored, 138 runs against. Come on. Forget about trying to find all this value and all this other stuff. Just bet against the Reds on the run line until oh, here they it is, fix Dave. it in June. They're playing at 140 in the afternoon tomorrow. The Milwaukee Brewers are minus one fifteen right now, Dave, on the run line. On the on the run line? One fifteen on the run. That's what I'm saying, man. Dude, guys, they're eighteen and they're they're two and eighteen, guys. And it's against the Brewers. Oh, wow. You got Hauser on the hill here tomorrow. It's minus one fifteen. I got to hit this now, but I'm gonna put I'm gonna put two hundred right now. Play. It, oh, it'll be it. it'll be easily uh, minus one thirty when you wake up. When people and then one of these nights, it's nights. just gonna start being one eighty every day and stuff. They can't leave it like this. Is how many? How much higher can you get before you get caught? Like, the odds makers got to go. Listen, we're lost already eighteen out of twenty times. Who cares if they win three in a row? We're still ahead. You got to make it higher. I'm just saying, like the Angels have Otani at the hill at Boston. They're minus one and a half, plus one fifteen. And we're getting Cincinnati, Milwaukee, and it's minus. Uh, it's already. I see a 120 popping up here. See, Dave. Every time yeah. we start talking, hey, they're like, "Oh, sure, I think they're right." To the show, <laughs> telling you, people listen all the time. Got to get in on this. All right, great stuff, Dave. Fun time joining us in the late night hours. Now, I'm, I promise you. Now, even me, I'm thinking about. It. I'm like, damn, I wish I had money to buy some of this cool sports stuff we're talking about. <laughs> we'll get it. Don't worry, we got time. Yeah, yeah. Love talking to you, brother. The puck that Guy Lafleur scored on against the Bruins. That'd be cool. Hey, always great stuff, Dave. I'll catch you tomorrow, man. See you, man. Mike Dettelier joins us next. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Sports Race Late Night continues. I am Gabriel Morenzo. We're breaking it down. Sirius XM Channel 159, a mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. We've got a lot of stuff to throw in. One of our favorite guests that steps up and in right now. I'm always fired up to talk football uh, with Mike Detelier. Uh, go to his website, MikeDetelier.com. And, of course, you know him, WWLAAMFM. Stepping up and in. Mike, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. How you doing? I know you're busy. No, I'm fine. Thank you. Always my pleasure. A lot of stuff to get to. So first things first, uh, I guess Saints fans, time to head down to the passport office. You know how um, you know the government is a little slow. So uh, apply for the passport now so you can go to the London uh, game. Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints in London, home of the Tottenham Hotspurs. What are your thoughts on the trip to London? Man, I'm all for it. And knew uh, for a while that it had been a hot rumor that that game would be St. Cincinnati. And, man, you had some people bitching here because everybody want to see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So that it's Minnesota. And, listen, Justin Jefferson, he grew up about 10 minutes from my home, so taking that trip. But, uh, good gracious, uh, it's a great deal. And I've said this before. It's just a matter of time before the NFL has a team in London. I mean, and if they don't pass some new amendments out in Jacksonville to get a new stadium, or help for a stadium. Come on, Mr. Khan's packing up and he's headed to London, England. I mean, you can see what the NFL is doing here. They paved the road. My former neighbor, Joe Clark, coached in NFL Europe when it was still around, and he he told me back then, Mike, it's just a matter of time before the NFL has that team in London because of so much interest in professional football. And the crazy thing is your most popular team in Europe, Tampa Bay Bucks, and that was before Brady got and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be going to Germany to Munich. And you notice you've got you've got some big time players and big time teams going over this time, right? Vikings, Saints, Giants, Packers. Normally it's the Jags against someone. You know, Mike, I saw a thing. I don't know if they've ever had a game between teams with a winning record in London. Like we've tortured them. I'd say <laughs> it's like we're gonna cause an international incident. But I, I totally agree with you. And and I saw I saw Arthur Blank uh talking about this. I don't know, six months ago, a year ago, basically saying the vision is for four teams out there, right? Because it's a challenge for just one. I, I hear what you're saying as far as the Jags. That's a topic for another conversation. But I think Germany is in a mix, and I don't think it's a coincidence that you have Munich in here with the Seahawks and Bucks guys. They're sending Tom Brady over there. So th- this is real. Um, they, uh, this, this is real. So, man, there's been a lot of stuff going on. First things first, let me throw it out you. Draft, uh, a lot of people raving about the Saints draft and what they did with their limited picks are you one of the people raving what was your take what's your grade for the saints draft mike yeah i think they did well they filled the two major needs they had on this football team uh you know they needed another receiver they had the worst receiving court in the national football league last year you know when you didn't have michael thomas i mean you're playing with fours and fives as your starters and so to pick up Chris Olave, well, I thought he was one of the two best route runners in his draft class. And what I like about him is, you know, just look at one out of every five catches he ended up in the end zone at Ohio State. They trusted him in that red zone. And when the field is condensed, that's the guy they were looking for. He was never the guy, okay? He wasn't the guy at in high school. He was one of the top seven or eight in California, but he wasn't the man. He goes to Ohio State and looks around. They got Garrett Wilson, you know, who's uh, basically a five-star recruit, Jamison Williams there. Hey, man, he just he's a worker and a grinder, and I like that part of his game that he works so hard 
to get himself to this point. And when you watch him on the field, his ability to come into and out of a cut and a break, perfect. And they needed a big play guy with Jameis because that's part of Jameis's game. If you're going to do that, you got to give him a big play weapon. Hopefully, with Thomas healthy, now you got that part, and they they may add someone else before it's all over with. And then Trevor Penning. You know, you lose a guy like Teron Armstead. Now, healthy, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> he is a monster player in this league. He really was. The problem became, he, you know, he always missed, a, you know, five, six, eight games every year. And, you know, he wanted a ton of money. And so he goes to Miami and Penning comes in. I don't think Trevor's ready for prime time yet. I think somewhere down the line he'll be a starter for this team. They do have the veteran James Hurst that they could play as a starter. But I think in time, uh, Penning's the guy. He graded out as the top run blocker in college football last year. Uh, six foot seven guy who's nasty. And, man, he'll be a fan favorite real quick. You throw into the mix Tyron Matthew, okay? And um, bringing back Tyron back home. And that was the other big hole they had at safety with the retirement of Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, he's four years younger than Malcolm. Basically, their stats last year were exactly the same. He plays all over the board. That's right in Dennis Allen's wheelhouse uh, as a player in the secondary. He knows what to do, and he knows what you're supposed to do. So he's a good communicator there. I've seen Tyron since he was a junior in high school at St. Aug. He wasn't highly recruited back then either. Um, he was always the guy. I mean, you know, he wasn't the biggest cat around. But, you know, I think about college football in the last, say, 25 years. Can you think of another defensive back that made that big of an impact at LSU like Tyron did? The only other guy I could put that sort of area code would be Dion. And, you know, okay, he's going to be 30 years old real, real soon, but, man, he's still got some gas left in the football tank. And so they filled those three major needs that they had on this team at safety, at left tackle, at wide receiver. And this defense was really good a year ago, really, really good. And with a healthy Will Lutz at place kicker, uh, you're going to win a lot of games with your defense and your special teams. The big question mark for the Saints is how many games will Alvin Kamara play? I mean, he's got a court date in early August. And we all know how the NFL runs and that they don't make a decision on a player until after all the legal situations get solved. Man, you, for the Saints, uh, to lose – Alvin, if it's six or eight games, that's a major loss for this offense. So you're going to have to add another piece or two on the offensive side to football. But I think overall they did really well. Mike Detalia with us just for a couple of more moments. Uh, Mike, you know Coach Payton uh, extremely well, and I'm a big I'm a big fan of his. But at the same point in time, I also get the feeling that you know after after a coach has been there for a long time, and he admitted, "Hey, I'm burnt out. I I need a rest. I need a rest." Right. So, talk to me about the enthusiasm around this team right now, because I think the the rest of America, the rest of the world, so to speak, sort of look at the Saints and think, "Well, well, Drew Brees isn't there anymore." Oh, and now Sean Payton isn't there anymore. But I was talking to someone, I was talking to, to Megan Payton, actually. She's on, on our network last week, and she was just talking about the, there's an enthusiasm. You know, she was talking to some of the players, and there was an enthusiasm around what's going on right now. And they like Coach Allen. So talk to me about this, the new look Saints, and what's the overall feeling? Do they believe they can compete with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win this division? Well, they've won four of the last five games they've played against Tampa. Yeah. Okay. And so the, the, the fear is not that. Where they've let down, come on, last year uh, you fell asleep in the fourth quarter against the Giants. Either that or you're in the playoffs. Uh, you you let it. You came back against Atlanta, and then a big play hit you late, and Atlanta was able to kick a field. Momentary goal. lapses of reason, Mike. <laughs> so my thing about it is it's a different way to win. A different way to win. Coach Payton, it was about the offense, scoring points, hitting you with that football tsunami. Now it's a different way. It's because of their defense. 
because of their ability to get pressure. But are they going to be throwing offense? bombs on offense? You just talked about it. They still so they still. I mean, you don't draft Chris Olave. You don't you don't pay Michael Thomas unless you want to get some chunks down the field, though, too, right? Yeah, and and Camaro, and and that's the part I think maybe where I think people outside of here and even people around the city are a little bit on a cautious because we've seen how big of a piece of the offensive puzzle Alvin Kamara has been for the Saints. Uh, not only as a runner, but as a receiver coming out the backfield. So I, I get it, but their special teams and their defense is going to carry this team. It really will be. Uh, and, and setting up shorter fields for Jameis uh, and that offense. And again, you've played almost a year and three quarters without Michael Thomas. One of one of the best wideouts in the National Football League due to uh, that ankle injury. You said it, Mike, too, and you would know better than anybody. But to me, the Saints had, haven't had legitimately two real threats on the field since they had Brandon Cooks and a young Michael Thomas on the field at the same time. And now you got a Michael Thomas and a Chris Olave. There's a legitimate threat. So listen, we've only got like uh, two minutes with you. We always appreciate your time, Mike. Um, I was talking about Chris Olave, and I think he can rack up the touchdowns. Any chance? you think he could win Offensive Rookie of the Year? And if not him, who catches your eye as far as an impact rookie player that's going to make some noise right away on the offensive side of things? Not just with the Saints, but around the league. And I'm just throwing the Rookie of the Year at you. Olave's 10-1 to 1 right now. Yeah, and, and he's going to see a lot of playing time. He's going to start day one. So, yeah, I, I would understand that. Uh, absolutely. The other guy would, would be in the division. That's Drake London. Because of the fact, okay, who does he have to beat out in Atlanta? Okay, he's going to come in there. And, <laughs> and, and when you think about it, okay, if you got to play Atlanta, who are you going to bracket? You're going to bracket Pitts, right? Kyle Pitts. Yeah. It's going to give London a lot of one-on-one chances downfield where he can make some plays. Now, can you keep Mariota healthy and upright is the big question mark there. So, yeah, I would understand perfectly uh, with Olave uh, being a favorite there because – He's not going to see any double-team coverage either. And not if Thomas is healthy. You know, everything's going to be bracketed to Mike. Uh, so I get it. And it's the same way for London. They're both two totally different type receivers. Uh, but, um, again, the quarterback play in Atlanta, and can they keep Marcus healthy? Uh, and I don't know that. The way their line is, uh, is is a big question mark for me. Uh, just for the yeah, record, the guy I really like yeah, is yeah. Sky Moore. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. Man, he's got a chance to succeed in KC and put some numbers up, huh? Man, he got some mitts on him. He's a little. He's not a big receiver, boy. He got some big mitts on him. He can catch the ball, and I, I've watched him play a lot. And boy, you put him in some one-on-one situations, he is really good and quick getting into and out of his cuts and breaks. And I think the Chiefs. Uh, and listen, uh, I think the Ravens did great. I think the Jets did a really good job. I think one of the more underrated drafts are the Chiefs. And you pick up two really solid players. And yeah, Carloff is good, too. Carloff yeah. is really good. And then you get Sky, uh, you know, who can help fill that role. Now, again, that's some big moccasins. Because, uh, you know, you, you're talking about the fastest. <laughs> one of the fastest guys. I, I've done this 36 years. He's one of the fastest guys I've ever seen with a helmet and pads on. I mean, Tyreek can really haul tail downfield. He's got an extra gear, but I I like what the Chiefs have done here in trying to build up defensively, and also they, they understand you're not going to get the same production with Sky, but he's going to get a lot of balls thrown to him, and look how they're structured. Who's going to get the bracket? Kelsey. And it's going to open things up for Sky more. Mike Detailier, it's always a pleasure. Mike, look forward to uh, catching up with you down the road. We'll talk some NBA basketball. Great season for the Pelicans. It's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks for the time, Mike. Appreciate it. Hey, let's get Zion healthy and let's make a run of this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Excellent stuff with Mike Natalier. Fun show tonight, actually. Thanks to all of our guests. It's been a fun, uh, fun week of shows. All the shows have been good. I guess that's why we've been doing it for 20-plus years. I am Marenzi, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Money at 1090, ESPN Radio. Teddy Covers will join us tomorrow night. We got Big Card Julio. Uh, we'll have, uh, I think we haven't spoken to my man uh, Cohen in a couple of weeks. Uh, he had COVID and uh, our timing, we were always on the road, but I want to get Cohen's take on the Leafs and the Lightning uh, series. Uh, we'll have, uh, we're working on some other stuff as well. Uh, we want to get, we're working on uh, Rich Hammond for the Kings. We just can't make it work as far as the timing is concerned. Um, so, as far as a bet for tomorrow, Cincinnati Reds are playing again. Cincinnati Reds are playing again. 140 Eastern time. Green is on the hill against a Hauser. And the Milwaukee Brewers are minus 240. I don't know how the Milwaukee Brewers aren't minus 640. The Cincinnati Reds, like, they're on pace to be, like, the worst team ever. And we can say, oh, it's still early. Yeah, it is still kind of early, but they're terrible. Like, they're absolutely terrible, this team. Like, they, guys, their last 20 baseball games, all right, they're, the last 20 baseball games, they've won once. All right, so they're 1-19 they're in, in their last 20 games. And they've lost by more than two runs in 18 of them. <laughs> so they basically lost once by one run, and they won once. All right, that's their, that's their run that they're on here, this team. Excuse me, it's 18 and 2 on the run line right now. Last 20 games, just betting against the Reds on the run line. You're 18 and 2. And the Milwaukee Brewers are actually good. Like, the Milwaukee Brewers are actually good, and it's minus 140 for, for minus one and a half. Minus two, you don't want to get greedy, put it in the parlays. Whatever, I was going to say, whatever basketball game you're playing tomorrow, but I don't know how the hell they managed not to have a basketball game played when you're only in the second round already. So, what happens is you stretch everything out, you screwed, you played yourself. You played yourself, son. Cincinnati Reds now 3-21 on the season, and the Brewers only minus 240. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.